going to have our youth pastor and our elders come up and they're going to share a little bit. You know what we do around here during this transition from one year to the next? We brag on Jesus and what he has done for us. And if you've been around here at Set Free Church throughout 2022, I'm telling you, God has done so much for us. He has blessed us in so many different ways. And so you're going to hear from them very briefly. And then we're going to turn it over to the man of God, Pastor Steve. And he's going to share some things from his heart as well. So Pastor Landon. Come on, y'all give, give it up for Jesus one more time. It's been a good year, hasn't it? Listen, I just want to go over a few things that God has done and what we're believing for going into this next year, specifically concerning set free youth we and this is all glory to god we've seen the youth group double in attendance and, and it's, it's just been amazing to see what god has done and it's not just about numbers but we've seen growth spiritually we've seen their lives touched and changed by the word of god by the presence of god and i just believe that we're going to keep going deeper we're going to keep going further and their lives are going to continue to change because of the presence and the anointing of God. So as we go into this new year, we're believing for continued growth, numerically and spiritually. We believe that both are going to happen. And I just want to say that I believe that the devil is trying to get this generation at a young age. He's trying to twist them before they, before they mature. He's trying to twist them so that that's all that they know. But I just want to declare right now in this moment that the devil cannot have this generation. And I declare... I declare in the name of Jesus that we will see a young generation that is on fire for Jesus. And even now, we break the spirit of depression off of them. We break the spirit of suicide off of them. And we declare that a young people will be free. We declare that a young people will serve the Lord. We declare that a young people are being raised up even here in this body, here in this hour. The devil cannot have them. The devil may attack them, but we declare that they belong to Jesus. And the Spirit of God will set them free. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I want somebody to bless the name of Jesus for the young people of Set Free Church and the move of God that is not only on the way, but it's here right now. Hallelujah. Happy New Year, everybody. Oh, y'all can do better than that. Get excited for Jesus this morning. Amen, amen. And just to piggyback on what Pastor Landon said, I've watched our youth grow this year. They have over doubled from when he took over. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. And this is from a young man that should be in a youth group. I mean, seriously. You know, he's what, 19? 18 years old. But what a anointing on this young man. What an anointing on this young man. Joe and Kelly, y'all stand up a minute. Our children's ministry has, has doubled. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We have an awesome children's department and the youth department and they're all passionate about holding on to this generation holding on to this generation because if we lose this generation guys we we lose the battle we lose the battle but i just wanted to brag a little bit on god this has been a good year we've had some challenges but we've come through them And this morning, to paraphrase a scripture, behold, all things become new. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, guys. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. I know that you all didn't come here today to hear me, so I'm going to be very brief. I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you for your love, for your patience, for your attention, for your dedication, and your commitment to set free in 2022. We had a lot of wonderful things happen. God did some incredible things for our church and our congregation this year. 
and for our pastor. We know the struggles that he went through, but thank God he brought him. No, listen, like, like Pastor Manning and Pastor Ed, I do want to talk about the goodness of God. But before I do, I do want to take a moment and recognize, for some of us, there were some difficult things that we experienced in 2022. Some of us lost loved ones. Some of us were diagnosed with sickness. Some of us lost our jobs. There were a lot of things that happened. And we're not ignoring that. But what we are doing is we are acknowledging that everything good that has happened to us, God did it. God did it. And you're going to hear Pastor Caleb talking about a reset. And if you had some things happen in 2022 that we're going to put behind us, today is the day that you begin your reset. Today is the day that we start over, that we start brand new. But when we think about the goodness of God, if you look around, there's a lot of churches that don't exist anymore today after COVID. Yeah. And in 2022, there's still a lot of churches that have not even opened back up yet. But in spite of that, Set Free Church has continued to grow. God has sent me families, God has sent me members, and not just families and members, but people that are serving. And I don't want to call names because I'll overlook somebody, but thank you all for being obedient to God and making our church successful. And I think about a song that Mark and the praise team used to sing that says, when I think about God and all he's done for me, I want to cry out, hallelujah. So if you guys will help me right now, just take a second and cry out to God and say, hallelujah. Steve is coming around at this time. Amen. Will you put your hands together for our senior pastor as he comes? Now put your hands together for Jesus again. He's worthy. He's worthy. Well, first I want to say First, I want to say thank you for being here on this New Year's Day. I was a little concerned, to be honest with you, that we're in a school location and it's New Year's Day, but uh, thank God you're here and I appreciate you being here. I got a good group of leaders going. Well, a midget has been sitting in that chair. Right <laughs> I, I'm going to do a. I'm just going to do a little, a, a few more things concerning the year in review, and uh, then Pastor Taylor's going to cast some vision on reset. I think he's got a he's got a fire burning up in him, and I'm going to let him let him burn you with it. How's that sound? says this, it says that, uh, says, I'm sorry, verse 19, not verse 19, verse 9, excuse me, says, but as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, <laughs> uh, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them. Now, I got to tell you, the word here where it says the things that God has prepared for them. In the original text, it says greater things has God prepared for them. It hadn't even entered into your mind the greater things that God has prepared for you. How many of y'all are looking for greater things today? Greater things and more of an abundance. Greater things, more powerful, more, more, more profound. Greater things that God has prepared for us. I'll tell you what I'm believing in 2023. I'm just believing to see greater. Yeah. I know 2022 was a great year, but I'm believing to see greater. I'm looking for the blessing to come in 2023. 
I'm looking for victories to be walked in. I'm looking for the Holy Spirit to empower. I'm looking for the glory of God that's going to be seen on you and in the house of God. I'm looking that greater than ever is going to happen in 2023. I know we've seen some good times. We've seen some powerful times. But I come by to tell you this morning, God ain't even started yet. 2023 is going to be awesome. When you enter into a year with the, with the struggle that we're having right now in our present facilities, all that's telling you is it's a setup. All that, all that means is the devil's unheard what's happening in the spirit. That's all that means. Greater than ever. Let me tell you. I can say it's going to be greater than ever because God is still sovereign. Jesus is still our reigning King and Lord. Our Holy Ghost still intercedes for us. The church is still essential and the gates of hell shall not prevail against her. Greater things are coming. I have not seen, ear have not heard. Greater things that God has prepared for them. Then I want to read you one more scripture before I get into this year in review. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 says, Remember not the former things. Neither consider the things of old. Some of you just got to forget some things. You just got to let some things go. Just forget. Remember them not. In verse 19, he said, Behold, I will do a new thing. How, uh, how many of you can deal with a new thing in your life? I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Right here in 2023, God will do a new thing and it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way into wilderness and rivers in the desert. I thank God for 2022, but I am excited about 2023. I just really this. When I, when I heard what had happened at the church, I thought, okay, goody, goody, devil. I know what's coming. <laughs> I know what's coming. Let me talk to you just a little bit about this year of review. I know this is different, but this is what we do every New Year's Day, and if you've been around, you know it. Let me talk to you about 2022 and review just a little bit. One thing that uh, for me is a big one is I'm still alive. <laughs> because... Because the first to last year didn't look like it. And they wouldn't give me much, you know, I, I didn't share everything with y'all. I might share a little bit more right here. But they, they didn't give me much of a chance. They really didn't. And, uh, and I, I went through eight weeks of chemotherapy and eight weeks of five days a week radiation treatment. And I'm going to tell you, that's right out of hell. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it maimed me somewhat. You can see, but you know what? God healed me of the cancer and he's going to restore me back to my remaining so for me personally, 2022 was the year from hell. This is me personally, but God showed up in the middle of it. And he, he kept me here. He's going to heal the rest of us too. Amen. Let me, let me just talk to you about some things in 2022. You've already heard these guys. They stole some of my thunder, but you've already heard them talk, talk about it. And you can't really tell it this morning. It's New Year's Day and there's a lot of folks on, but the growth that we've had this year. I don't, I, you know, I don't know that we exactly doubled this year, but Pastor Gabriel, I think it's safe to say we had at least a 50 to 70 percent growth this year. I asked him, I asked him yesterday here. I said, I said, what? How many of you families did we take in this year? He, he could he count them. He don't know on top of his head, but he count them. So uh, I just think each one of you came our way this year. And, uh, I believe we're going to continue to grow in 2023. Here's the thing that I was proud of this year. We've tried for years to, to get this going, and it seemed like it just been jailed the last year or so, but our groups that, that are meeting on Sunday, there's four groups that meet regularly. Uh, there's a handful, two or four that meet, I was thinking about that meet periodically. Uh, I know the young adults, the Gen X, the uh, Rowdy Bunch, and boy, that Rowdy Bunch is Rowdy, too. Uh, and the Rowdy Bunch, that's, that's the older people. If you haven't been to a rowdy once meeting, ask them to let you come, because them old folks bring food. <laughs> they, they know how to cook, they bring food. So, <laughs> so that's, that's one thing, those two things that I'm proud of this last year, the growth that we saw, and, and the groups, how the groups got started and got to moving. And then, as you've already heard, Pastor Landon and that youth group has exploded. I leaned over to my wife, Donna, while he was up here preaching a while ago, and I said, that boy has really grown in a year, hasn't he? 
has visions and dreams. You know, somebody's had, had a vision and an angel showed up here a week in their house. I don't believe that. But, uh, <laughs> all these weird visions. Jesus come walking through the shower and all that kind of stuff. But, I'm, not, I'm not a hooky-fooky person, but I do believe that God moves in those ways. And I had a dream about that. And I hadn't told you this, Mom and Dad. I'm going to tell you. I had a dream that I was, we were on a missions trip. And we were going into a house and the Holy Ghost come on landing and knocked him down in the floor. And one of the natives where we were at reached down and touched his face and his mouth and his lips caught fire. And I woke up, I thought, oh God, that's there's something in that. Landing with his lips. I mean, I seen, I seen the fire on the floor. But we're so proud of the young people. We, we, I, I love to see, see you young people when you're on fire for God. Uh, here's another thing that we had happen this year, our online presence. Listen, whether, whether you realize it or not, we live in a media-driven society. And you might as well, you know, if you're doing business, you, you got to get with the media department. You really do it. And uh, let me tell you what happened this year in our media, on our platform, some of them. Uh, Facebook grew by 21%. That's respectable. You know, that's okay. Facebook seems to be fading a little bit for everybody, but it grew by 21%. Our Instagram followers grew by 40%. That's really good. Yeah. But listen to this. And crazy Pastor Caleb is responsible for this. How many of y'all have seen those 60-second sermons that he did? But TikTok, listen to this now. TikTok, our followers grew by 8,700%. Listen to these numbers, listen to these numbers. At the first of last year on TikTok, we had 300 followers. As the year ends, we've gone from 300 to 26,100 followers. That's, that's quite a digital footprint, that's quite, that's quite a digital footprint. Uh, our YouTube did very well. It, 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 uh, our followers on YouTube increased by 90%. And, and listen, if, if you're not following us on YouTube, I wish you would because when we get to a certain level, I don't know if you know this or not, but YouTube will pay you money for being on there. We want to get to that place where we're going to get a check from YouTube. <laughs> so uh, do that for us. Now, let me, let me tell you something about our giving the last, last couple of years or so. From, from, 20, from 2020 to 2021, our giving went up by 20%. How many know a 20 cent increase is pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Then from 21 to 22, we didn't do quite as good last year. We went up about an average of 8%. No, we can do better, right? We keep it at that 20 cent increase. But that being said, uh, it was a tremendous year. It was a tremendous year. A lot of money come in and we spend all of it. <laughs> it takes money to do ministry, right? <laughs> but that being said, in the last two years, the giving's gone up 28%. So that's, that's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. You show the hand. You know, we're in the process of that wing finishing out the, the wing on the side over there. They, the engineers have papers getting drawn up and we're trying to get past the county. We've already secured the contractor. But in that building fund, uh, in that building fund account, and you know, we haven't pressed you for any special offerings this year. We basically just took the excess every month and tucked it in there. What, what we could pull out of operating expenses and tucked it in there. But in that building fund expense, uh, account right now, we have $149,000. And we, you know, to finish it out, we probably need somewhere around 50. When it's all said, I know 50,000, but let me tell you, if we're already at 149, we'll get that other 50. We'll get it, we'll get it. And then I'm proud of this that out, outreach support, by that I mean this outreach is that we support, right? Y'all hear us talking about the Dominican a lot, because that's a big one for us. 
But we do a lot of things locally too. And I, I want to tell you about some of them that we support right now. Uh, we support free destiny teams. That's Miss Tanya. I don't see her here. Because, uh, that's Miss Tanya. Uh, home with the heart. I don't see Alex here. If y'all raise your hand out there. Home with the heart. We support that. So we support free destiny teams. Home with the heart. Of course we support Alabaster House. And I think I saw Jennifer here yesterday. You don't know this, Father, but we do a, a monthly thing with Pickens County Prison System that we support. That buys food, they go in food and stuff like that. This last year, y'all gave 1,000 pounds of food to the Five Point Community Food Bank. They do a lot of food bank stuff. You gave 1,000 pounds. We continue with uh, loaves and fishes. Loaves and fishes is something we do in-house if someone comes in and they're in a transitional hard place and they're without groceries or you know they need help with their power or something like that we'll help them and, and that and that helped a lot of folks this year i don't have the specifics but i, I know some things that, that happened in uh, I, I know clothes were bought for people who didn't have any and food was bought for people that were hungry it's just a lot of good things that happened this year and, uh, again this year we will, we will be supporting regularly every month. Edith's house, I saw Edith's house recovery. I saw Norris in here too, uh, bless her. Uh, I'm gonna tell you something. Between Jennifer and Norris, if you got, if you got somebody that's on drugs, boy, they get them free, they, they get them free. Uh, so, uh, I wanted to brag on my department leaders, like, I think Elder Perez did. Let me tell you, I, the, Y'all know this last year I was out a lot. I was out most of the year. As a matter of fact, the majority of the year. And this church ran like clockwork. Amen. Pastor Caleb and my staff and the department leader. You guys, listen, you guys are tremendous. And I appreciate you. I appreciate everything that you do, what you've done. I, I, I couldn't ask for a better group. We're stronger than ever right now. We really are. We're stronger than ever now. I can't finish up today without talking to you about where my heart is, the Dominican Republic. That's my heart. I think I'm pastor so we can do missions down there. But um, this year we, we were able to build two new churches. I said two new churches. Uh, that brings our total of churches. When I say churches, I'm not talking about a shack. I'm talking about a facility, a, a church building. That brings our total now to 38 churches that we have. Of course, of course, those 38 churches, we have pastors in each one of them, and we pay each one of them salary every month. Uh, and we have a full-time American down there. We pay his salary. He's our overseer. Y'all know Brother Robbie, most of you do. Uh, we, we take care of him. We keep him in transportation and uh, anything that he needs. So. Uh, it's been a good year, y'all, but I'm expecting greater things in 2023. I'm expecting a deluge of souls to be saved. I'm, I'm expecting the anointing to increase. I'm expecting for those of you that aren't baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, I'm, I'm believing God's going to get you. <laughs> I believe He's going to get you. And uh, I, I, I believe that the word is starting to get out of here. We've been tucked off out here in the country, so to speak. You know, this is the country anymore. But we've been tucked off out here, and people in Greenwood don't even know we're out here. But I believe the word is going to get out, and uh, we're going to continue to grow. How many of you believe that with me? Hey, I love you. I, 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 I thank you for tolerating me at this weak point in my life. I thank you for being here when I was gone all year. And uh, I just believe that. You're the greatest bunch of people in Greenville and Easy. Give yourselves a hand. Pastor Taylor's got something for you. It's burning on the inside of him. Well, I tell you, he is one of the best hires I ever made. I, I mean, when we brought him in, I immediately, I knew he was the right man to be. How about you? Yeah. Amen. Listen, you see all of the staff uh, and, and different department head leaders that have on the res reset uh, t-shirts. I want to let you know we have a, a, a table out front. Uh, you can see all the merchandise that we have branded with this year's theme of reset. 
getting back to glory. We got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to long sleeve t-shirts to coffee mugs, notebooks, all kinds of things. So be sure to stop at the table. There'll be a link for you to go online to the store if you want to purchase any of that. We don't deal with any of the transactions. All the monies will go directly to the printing company and then the merchandise will be shipped to your house. So we have a video intro that we're gonna show you that's gonna kinda of kick off this next segment of our service. And my job today is to present to you our 2023 theme. And by now, if you do not know, it is reset, getting back to glory, amen. So before they release this video, I want to, we have two t-shirts we're going to give away and I'm just gonna simply sling it into the congregation. I hope I don't hit nobody in the head. But if you want it, you got it. There it is. <laughs> and one over here. I wish I had one for this side. <laughs> Amen. Y'all go ahead with the video. Glory. What is glory? Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Lift them up, ye everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory glory is a person his name is Jesus for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead in bodily form and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth. Upon him, the king of glory, was the foundation of the church laid. Upon this rock was the church built. May we lay no other foundation than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. God, reset us to the foundation upon which the church of the living God was built. May we lay hands on the sick and see them recover. May we speak with new tongues. May we take our rightful authority over all the works of the kingdom of darkness. May polished preachers be reset back into powerful prophets. May lukewarm concerts be reset back into spontaneous worship. May auditoriums be reset back into houses of prayer. May motivational speeches be reset back into life-changing messages from heaven. May stages and platforms be reset back into altars. May casual Christians be reset back into committed disciples. May entertainment be reset back into encounters. May moves of man be reset back into moves of God. May we seek his presence more than popularity. His fire more than fame and his anointing more than accolades. May we see miracles as in the days of old. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. God Reset us back to glory.
Starting in verse 1. One of the greatest reset stories in the Bible. John chapter 11 and verse 1. And it says this. Now a certain man was sick. Lazarus of Bethany. Remember the story of Lazarus? The town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to Jesus saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death. In other words, this is not going to be a game over. This sickness is not unto death, but what is it for? It is for the glory of God. Somebody say the glory of God. I said this is the year of the reset. It's not game over. What is this reset all about? It's to clear the junk. It's to clear the clutter. And it's to get us back to glory. He said this sickness is not unto death, but it is for the glory of God. That the Son of God may be glorified through it. Somebody said, what is the glory? What is the glory? Can I tell you what the glory is? The glory is a person. You might have heard me say this several weeks ago when I called my daughter up on the stage. I said, I said, what, what is our pride? What is our glory? It is our offspring, right? That's our pride and that's our glory. So what is glory when we're talking about the glory of God? I come to tell you the most simplistic meaning and definition of what is the glory. It is none other than the person of Jesus Christ. So what am I saying when I say this is the year of the reset? We're getting back to the glory of God. What I'm saying in a nutshell is that we as set free church we're getting back to Jesus and him alone him crucified, him resurrected because I come to tell you there is no other name whereby we can be saved than the name of Jesus there is no other name that brings healing to the sick there is no other name that brings deliverance to those who are bound and those who are confused it is the name and the of Jesus Christ. Did you see that there? He said this sickness. Is not unto death. But it is for the glory of God. That the who? Son of God. Jesus. Glory of God. Son of God. May be glorified through it. Can I tell you when the dust settles. God's going to get all the glory. Did you hear what I said? The devil's doing everything he can. To stop the move of God. The devil orchestrated this so-called pandemic to stop the move of God, to silence the mouths of the prophets. But can I tell you what COVID did not stop us? It multiplied us. This past year, the devil tried to stop this move of God by putting cancer on the lead man, on our senior pastor. But can I tell you what? It did not stop us. You saw him here before you. He's still alive. He's cancer free. And can I tell you what we experienced this past week with the flooding of our facilities? The devil cannot stop the move of God. We're coming back greater. We're coming back stronger. We're coming back more anointed and more powerful. Does anybody believe that today? For the glory of God. That Jesus may be glorified. It says, now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. And so when he heard that he was sick, now we would have thought he would have rushed right to them, right? But the Bible does not say that. When Jesus heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. Skip down to verse 17. So when Jesus came, now he finally decides to show up, right? I mean, it was God's time schedule, not our time schedule. God's not even limited by the confinement of time. He is eternal. He is from everlasting to everlasting. He is Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. So when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb. 
For how many days? For four days. For four days. It looked like game over, right? What are you facing today? What are you going through today? Maybe you're in the boat of Mary and Martha, the sisters of Lazarus. It looked like game over. They had cried out to the only one that could help their brother. And that was their beloved friend, Jesus, who they knew was the Messiah, the anointed one, who they knew was Jehovah Rapha, the physician, the healer. But he did not come in time. Or at least that's what they thought. And he had already been tucked away in the tomb for four days. It looked like game over. You see, it might look like a game over for you today. Whatever season, whatever, whatever place you find yourself in your life, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're facing. Maybe it looks like game over for you today, but can I tell you what? God always shows up for his people. So I don't know in your situation might already have the stench of death upon it, but I want you to know we serve the God of the resurrection. We serve the God of the reset. Can somebody say amen? Been there for four days. Go down to verse 20. Now Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met Jesus. But Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Did you hear those powerful anointed words of Jesus? I'm talking about a man that had already been dead for four days. And Jesus looks at his grieving sister and he says, Martha, it's not game over. I know it looks like it. I know it feels like it. I know it even smells like it. But I'm telling you what, that your brother will rise again. I come out with a word from heaven today to let somebody know your marriage will live again. Your finances will prosper again. Hallelujah. Your body will be healed again. Set free church will arise from these ashes said your brother will rise again and Martha said to him I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day I know he's going to in the future but Jesus said to her I am the resurrection and I am the life and we're not talking about a futuristic event. We're not talking about in the sweet by and by. Can I tell you what? That this glory that God is about to reveal to his church. We're not going to have to wait till we pass from this death. And from this life to the next life. This glory is about to be poured out upon this region. And this territory. What you've been praying for. What you've been prophesying about. What you've been believing God for. I am the resurrection. I am the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Do you realize you're the only hindrance to the manifestation of your miracle? Do you realize you're the only hindrance to the manifestation of your breakthrough? Do you realize you're the only hindrance to the manifestation of the glory of God in your life? He asked Martha, he said, this is what I want to do, but do you believe it? See, if you believe it, you can have it. But if you don't believe it, you'll never receive it. How many knows that? He said, do you believe it? So I come by with a question. Do you believe your marriage is going to be restored? Do you believe your finances are going to be restored? Do you believe your prodigal sons and daughters are going to be restored? Do you believe set free church is coming back with greater power, greater authority, greater anointing? Do you believe it? Yeah. 
him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming to the world. And then just to kind of sum it all up, Mary comes to him. The other sister comes to Jesus next with the same statement and the same accusation, if you will. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Maybe you're thinking that today, God, if where was you at? Where was you at when my marriage was falling apart? God, where was you at when, when my children were sick? God, where was you at when the doctor diagnosed me with this? God, where was you at when I had to file bankruptcy? God, where was you at when our facilities flooded out? They said, Jesus, if you had only been here, this wouldn't have happened. Then Jesus moved with compassion. Ask where they had laid his friend Lazarus. And when he comes to the tomb of where his friend Lazarus was, can I tell you what? This is the shortest scripture in the Bible. Two words. It says simply that Jesus wins. Can I tell you what? If you'll ever get a hold of that revelation, it'll change your life because it'll let you know that our God is not a God that's just somewhere galaxies away that's not moved with the compassion of what you're going through in your life. But that shows us the humanity of our God, that he is moved. What breaks your heart breaks his heart. What, what, what puts you on the floor is what breaks his heart as well. The Bible says that Jesus wins. And then he instructs them to remove the stone. And he asks this question. Listen. Did I not say to you. That if you would believe. You would see. The glory of God. Is that not what he asked her? Is that not what he asked Mary? He said did I not say unto you. That if you would just believe. You would see the glory of God. Can I tell you what, what I see. With the eyes of the spirit, not so much with my natural eyes, but what I see through the eyes of faith and through the eyes of the spirit, I see a manifestation of God's glory that's about to cover this earth. Did you hear what I said? I know gross darkness is covering this earth. Every direction we turn, all you got to do is turn on CNN and Fox News and, and all of this other garbage and you see darkness left. You see darkness to the right. You see darkness ahead of you. You see darkness behind you. But can I tell you just as the waters cover the sea also shall the glory of the Lord cover the earth even in the days of calamity in the days of darkness in the days of apathy in the days of lukewarmness I'm telling you what the king still has one more move the glory of God is going to cover this earth just as the waters cover the sea he said did I not say unto you that if you would believe you would see the glory of God. And then he cried out and he said, Lazarus, come forth. And you know the rest of the story. That man who had been dead for four long days, who had no doubt been stinking by now, arose from the dead, all because of the authority of the words of Jesus Christ. What am I telling you today? It surely looked like as if it was game over, right? Maybe you're at a place and a season in your life where it looks like it is game over. Again, the scripture said Lazarus had been dead for four days. But how many knows that Jesus hit the reset button? And he said, I am the resurrection. I thought it was interesting as I was studying the scripture. Jesus, when he proclaimed that, that, that awesome truth. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. Do you realize in that long word of the resurrection tucked away in it is the letters that spell out reset? Look at it for yourself. Resurrection. You'll find R-E-S-E-T. What was Jesus saying? He said, I am the resurrection. What was he saying? He said, I am your reset. Did you hear what I said today? Jesus was not just saying, I am the resurrection. He said, I am your reset. Everything that the enemy has stolen from you, everything that the enemy has put on you, God said, I come by to let somebody to know today that it's not game over. He said, I am your reset. He said, I'm resetting you back to glory. I'm telling you what your best days are not behind you, but they are before you in the name of Jesus. Does anybody believe that today? I said, I next 10 years. 
believe it. I believe it. Maybe you're here today and the enemy is screaming to you, game over. Game over. Game over. But if you would just tune out the voice of the enemy, that lion, that, that lion devil, if you just tune out the voice of the enemy and you tune in the voice of the Holy Spirit, I feel the Holy Spirit saying today, it's not game over. It is reset time. I said it's not game over. It is reset time. Set free church. I come by with a word from the Lord today. It's not game over. It is reset time. Micah 7, 8 says, do not rejoice over me, my enemy. For when I fall, I will arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light unto me. I want you to know maybe you're at a place where you feel like the referee's about to tap you out one, two, three. But I'm telling you what, just as Pastor Leonard said the other week, I feel a second wind blowing through this place today, blowing through this facility today. It's not over with. You're not about to be tapped out. But God said, I'm going to be resurrection in your life. I'm going to bring a reset in your life today. Hallelujah. Isaiah 59 and 19. This first come to me when I walked into the facilities this past Monday afternoon and I saw I saw the devastation. I saw two, inch, two inches of standing water all over the facilities and of course what a shock that is. But immediately this scripture came to me. I was reminded of Isaiah 59, 19. And it says this. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west. And his glory from the rising of the sun. Look at this. When the enemy comes in like a flood. When the enemy comes in like a flood. Can I tell you what? This is a sure sign. This attack of the enemy is a sure sign to let you. I said when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Look at this, Romans 8, 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time, what is it that you're going through right now? The sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared, watch this, with the glory that shall be revealed unto you. See, some of y'all thinking, think, thinks that scripture is talking about the sweet by and by. It's talking about when we pass from this life to the next life. I come by to tell you what, I'm not waiting to receive that glory. God's wanting to pour out that glory right here, right now. Does anybody believe that today? I said, God is wanting to pour out something greater coming. That's why the enemy has you in his hairline, has you in his radar. He's trying to assassinate you. He's trying to take you out. Why? Because he knows your destiny is great. He knows there's a greater glory that you're about to tap into. Glory to God. And look at this one. I'm going to close with this one. My musicians will come back. Isaiah 43 verse 2. Look at this promise. When you pass through the waters. Staff and I this week, we've been treading in waters. Done ruined some of our shoes, two inches of water. All over our facilities. Look at this promise. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Can I tell you, I've already heard the lies of the enemy. That are trying to tell us. Lying tongues. That are trying to tell us. With a calamity such as this. 
Well, set free, don't you know that's the judgment of God against you? Believe that if you want to. But I got a word. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, somebody say, I'm going through the fire. You shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. Can I go ahead and silence that lion spirit? This has nothing to do with the judgment of God. What this means is that we have become a threat, Brother Donnie, to the kingdom of darkness in a way like we never had them before. Because when I look at the set free family, I see hungry worshipers, I see radical praisers, I see prophets, I see apostles, I see the five-pole ministry arising up, I see people being filled with the Holy Ghost, I see people set free in the middle of the things that happen in hell. It's not the judgment of God, it's the attack of the enemy. But I come out of this. On the other side of this, there's going to be greater unity. On the other side of this, there's going to be increase. On the other side of this, there's going to be doors of opportunity. On the other side of this, there's going to be supernatural miracles, signs and wonders. On the other side of this, there's going to be revival. to move something back to an original place or position. We about to close. To move something back to an original place or position. When I look at the church as a whole, we have become so cluttered with foolishness. With things that Jesus never intended for the church to look like or to be like. Huh? The cobwebs of religion. Huh? Come on. Decay. Man being in the spotlight. Man being at the stern of the ship, if you will. Man trying to manipulate and control the move of God. But I hear the Lord saying it's reset time. It's not game over. It's reset time. And how many knows when God speaks that over a church, if you are part of this church, that means that's over your life. It's a reset time. It's a reset time. It's not game over. God said, I'm moving you back to an original place and position. In other words, you're going back to being the Acts chapter 2 church. You didn't hear what I said. You think we crazy now? You better hold on because we're about to get a whole lot crazy. I said, God's taking us back to the original blueprints of the church. The how he intended it to be, to what he bled and died for. To reset means to take something back to its original state. Recognizing its most basic functions and getting rid of the clutter. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, I'm about to get rid of the clutter. It's house cleaning time, baby. I'm about to clean the house. The devil sent in the flood to destroy us, but God said, I'm going to use the flood to clean the house. He said, I'm going to use the flood, the flood to wash over, to cleanse, to purify. But guess what? God said, I ride on the wings of the flood. There's healing in my wings. He said, I ride on the flood. Can I tell you, where is God at in all this mess? He's right here in the middle of it with us. And he is the God of the resurrection. He is the God of the resets. And he's making room for his glory. I said, he's making room for his glory. Can I tell you what this nation needs? It needs a manifestation of the glory of God. It needs a manifestation of the person of Jesus Christ, who Jesus really is. That's what we're about to see.
And that's what we're about to witness and experience. If you believe that, stand to your feet all over this place. You're here today. I know it looks different, but I think it's okay. You're here today, and this word has spoken to you in any way, form, or capacity. And maybe you feel like the devil's been screaming into your ears that it's game over. It's game over. Maybe you have felt that in your life. It's game over. God sent me by your way to deliver this word to you to let you know it's not game over. He's doing a reset. He's doing a reset. You're here today and this word was for you. Will you come and step out and come to this altar real quick? There's going to be some people down here that's going to meet with you and they're going to pray for you. I know I know, we right here in Palmetto High School, I mean Pattersville High School, but can I tell you what? The same God that's right over here at 4415 Highway 153 is the same God that's in this auditorium right now. And can I tell you, the Holy Ghost is going to move in this place. If it's two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, I don't care how long it is. Let me tell you, God's in this place today. So I want some altar workers, prayer warriors, ministers to come help me pray for these people. It's not game over. It's reset time. Set free. It's not game over. It's reset time. God's taking us back to glory. The manifestation of the fullness of his characteristics, his attributes of who God really is.